The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome in to Red and Blue Smoke. Second episode. New podcast here on Talk of Champions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me, Mr. Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. We had our inaugural episode a couple weeks ago, and now it is week one. So we are here. Greg, good morning. Welcome in. Good morning. Everything's ready to go. Ready for this football uh, football weekend to start. I know you were talking about how uh, you're just getting ready for the weekend, and we were talking about how this week has been dragging on. Um, have you started to see some people file in town? I know it's I know it's Mercer. It's not a it's not an SEC weekend, but have, have you seen some some RVs or some some non locals coming in yet? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it, you know, granted, like you said, it's Mercer, but uh, yeah, that's the first game, and there's a uh, there's some people uh, filing in. that pretty sure it's gonna get a lot thicker uh, probably Thursday. All right, before we get cranked up here, uh, I always want to remind you, go see Greg and the folks at LB's Meat Market, same spot they've always been, 2008 University Avenue across the street from Kroger, go in there, pop in, say what's up to Greg and the folks, get you uh, you know, get you a couple steaks for the weekend, uh, maybe dip into that freezer, get you some bargains in there. Um, I mean, he's got the full selection, you can see it, in the glass when you walk in, I mean, from prime strip sausage, you've got uh, uh, Greg. You, I, I literally have you on the show. I should just shut up and let you tell the folks what you've got because because <laughs> because you've got that uh, that that evolving and revolving menu that is just constantly jam packed with good stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, gonna make some sausage this weekend, and uh, you know, uh, everything in the freezer is two dollars off, so you got to take advantage of that. We've got plenty of. Uh, Joyce Farms chicken breast, plenty of burgers, plenty of steaks, plenty of ground beef. Um, yeah, and the seafood is in there. All our seafood comes in fresh. We vacuum seal it and then freeze it after the third day. That way, it's always fresh when you uh, when you thaw it out. Just cold water, and it'll thaw out in probably thirty minutes, give or take. Uh, but yeah, got to take advantage of those two dollars off it on the freezers for sure. All right, let's get into uh, the show here. You and I were brainstorming all summer we were trying to come up with some kind of idea for what we wanted to do this fall and uh hopefully leading into uh to basketball as well because i'm i'm pretty fired up about basketball 
Um, let's talk grilling. I know this after this weekend, Labor Day, big. I mean, that's like one, in my opinion, one of the like grilling holidays in in America, where people find any and and every excuse to get outside, fire up the grill, toss back a couple cold beers, and uh, just enjoy uh, enjoy some fellowship with some folks and some good food. I uh, I told you on Sunday, I uh, got the grill back out for the first time in maybe a month. Because look, if I'm being honest, it's too damn hot to be grilling. Um, it, there's you do it every single day, um, but you're at least indoors. Being outside and standing next to something that's 350, 400 degrees, not ideal, Greg. Um, yeah, it's almost like uh, hanging out um, uh, in the water and. And, you know, and getting a beer and uh, getting a cold beer and it's hot uh, five minutes later. So, yeah, I I totally I totally feel that I've recently discovered the the benefits of utilizing the sauna for recovery after a workout. Basically, grilling in the south in like July and August is like being in a sauna and drinking a cup of coffee. Like it's it's just it's just not fun. But with the benefit of shade from the garage. And, uh, you know, drinking cold beer to offset it. Um, had some nice chicken kebabs on Sunday. They were pretty tasty. Um, and and I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. No free ads on this show, Greg. But shout out to Costco. Um, you know, we did our we did our trip to Costco. We, we do them about every quarter um, to stock up on all the snacks for the kids and, you know, get some uh, some meat and I was like, "Hey, let's try these chicken kebabs. They look pretty good. And they were, they were, they were solid. The kids loved them." But um, for you, Labor Labor Day or just you know opening weekend of college football, big you know national holiday, if you will, for people around the South and in the country. What is your easy go to? Like, if you're hosting anywhere from like six to ten people for a little get together, what's like your go to, like low low stress, easy thing to do on the grill? Yeah, I think wings and burgers are real easy to do. Uh, I mean, you know, a rack of ribs is really easy because all you got to do is just kind of marinate it and, you know, low and slow it. Um, There's a lot of options. Uh, Those kebabs are a good option because you can sit it down on the table and a person can take half a kebab and, you know, be filled up pretty good. Um, Yeah, I mean, sausages, I mean, for me, uh, I mean, everybody wants me to do the duck poppers. So oh, I would yeah. think duck poppers would be pretty clutch. Um, man, you know, the lane trains also, you can cut up those uh, small little lane trains and make kebabs with the, with the lane trains. So, um, but yeah, uh, pork tenderloin is also a good thing. Tri-tip, just something that you can grill, put on a cutting board, slice, and let people, you know, take uh, whatever they need. <clears throat> You mentioned ribs. I do want to ask because most of the other things that you mentioned are all pretty standard, give or take, you know, steak, chicken. Chicken's one of the easiest because it doesn't take very long. But, you know, those are, you know, typically three to five minutes on each side and then you rotate it. I'm I'm a, you know, medium rare type guy when it comes to steak. So that doesn't take very long if you get the grill hot enough. But for ribs, what's kind of your by the book? you know, timeline for ribs that people are trying to map out their day. Yeah. I mean, I'll 
always like to smoke them for about two hours on a, as slow as heat as possible to where you can get uh, some good so- solid smoke ring on it. And then I, after that two hours, I like to uh, wrap them up, up in temple or, you know, or the paper and uh, kind of sauce mm-hmm. them and let them sit there. And then whenever somebody wants a rib, just, you know, pull it off. So, um, yeah, just the low and slow for two hours and then uh, wrap them up. And then, uh, you know, whenever somebody wants a rib, you know, sauce them up and uh, serve. I know that that's something that I've heard about, you know, ever, ever since, I mean, basically since our friendship began and I would basically just text you 12, 15 times when I was cooking steaks or something. And I would ask you all the questions. Uh, people know about, you, you know, you take the steak off, you let it rest. Um, in terms of ribs and things like that, you, you mentioned like wrapping it and just kind of sitting it there. Is that the same idea or is it just like you said, just leave it there, wrap it. So it stays warm and people can just come and grab it and go. Yeah, I mean, it's going to continue to cook in there, wrapped in that tinfoil. But, I mean, my thing is, is I, I like to um, pull the bone out, you know, uh, whenever yeah. you can pull the bone out, that's that's when you're ready to eat those ribs. So, um, for me, <clears throat> I just like to smoke them for two hours, you know, and then you can eat them, but they're kind of a little bit on the chewy side. But right. if you just give yourself a little time frame and let it rest on there and sauce them up and give them another hour man, they'll be, you know, real nice and tender and that bone will come out and it'll just basically, you know, almost be almost like almost pulled pork in a way, you know? Yeah. Speaking of that, I was going to ask you, are you a, a dry or wet rib guy? Do you have a preference? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a wet rib. I love the sauce. I'm a sauce Okay. Guy. Me too. Me too. Um, I mean, you know, which, it's, it's which not, be... if, if you're not eating a rib and you don't have, you know, well, I have a beard. So if you don't have sauce all over your face, I'm, <laughs> really i really don't feel like you're really getting getting uh getting much activity from that rib right it it might be a little blast blasphemous for me to say that you know being from memphis because they're known for the dry but yeah i like the sauce i like to get a little get a little messy um i feel like that's when you like earn it like you said if you don't got a little sauce on you know on your nose on your cheek um you know you're looking for some wet naps after two or three that's kind of my i prefer that experience yeah, if you're not washing your hands after eating two ribs, then uh, I, I, just, I, I don't feel like I don't feel like you got the true experience. You, you mentioned wings at the top. I'm assuming that we were talking bone in. Yeah, also, big bone in. Follow big up to guy. that. I'm a flat guy. I'm okay, flat there you guy, go. So big, big flat guy over here. I I'm the same way. Like I love that there, there are places now where they will offer you the the choice. Do you want all flats or all drums? I think that for, that's... A, two, for a $2 upcharge. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's worth it. A little $2, little $2 bill action, but yeah, I prefer the flats. I just feel like it's just easier to eat. Yeah. I mean, you can just grab those two bones and just pull them out. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big flat guy. I mean, the drummies are okay. But yeah, I just I prefer those flats. We uh, we had some we actually had some some decent wings in high school at the cafeteria, um, and I would uh, typically junior senior year I ate with all the linemen, and I would basically eat everything that they didn't eat because I was trying to you know trying to put on some pounds there, Greg. I was trying to beef up so I wouldn't uh, get killed on the football field, but. Um, 
one of my good buddies and he he I, I think he's a listener he 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 appreciate it shout out to my my boy adam hope watching him eat flats was just pure science and theater because he could perfectly hold the flat with like i guess like the three or four finger like grip and hold those oh, bones yeah. and he could just fully pull everything off in one in one swoop it was amazing. Well, that, that's also a sign of a really good, uh, well cooked wing, also. So yes, uh, that is correct. That, if it falls off that right bone, there. my mom's uh, a big. She likes she um she likes to eat all the the meat off the bones. So she literally is uh like she she likes the dromies and literally just eats, every, like cleans the bones. It's kind of kind of kind of awkward, but yeah, it's just like mom, you know, all the meat's <laughs> gone. But she's like, but there's some still good meat on this bone though. Yeah, I I think there's um there if it's cooked well and it's seasoned and sauced well, the drummy with some of that little cartilage where it's kind of chewy. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like that. That's that's what she goes for. That's what she's after. You get in those nooks and crannies, and it's you know it's a little char on it, like a little bark. That stuff's good. What well uh, what kind of sauces? What kind of wing sauces are you? Uh, um. So like if I'm at a place, cause I, I've done wings before. Um, I typically go traditional Buffalo and then I will typically lean the, you know, Thai chili. Um, yeah, I'm a big chili, big, Thai chili guy. Yeah. Basically like your, your standard Buffalo barbecue, some kind of heat. I'm not big on lemon pepper. Which is odd because my wife makes a really good lemon pepper chicken, um, but I don't know for some reason lemon pepper on wings is not my thing. Um, I guess it might just be like it's more of a dusting than a sauce. And yeah, to me, the best part of eating wings is taking the roll and the fries and just cleaning up all the sauce that's in the on the plate or in the to-go box. I think that that's yeah, like, I mean, part like, of the I like the, uh, garlic Parmesan stuff, you know, like those yeah, kind of odd, odd, odds and in. Um, I mean, I'm a big, you just take some homemade ranch and put some Sriracha in it, make a little Sriracha ranch. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, flavor. That's really awesome too. Yeah. I, um, when you're eating wings, do you go with the dipping sauce? And if you do, what do you, what are you rocking? I mean, you know, I, I I like blue cheese, but it's got to have the chunks in it. I kind of like the chunks yes, of blue cheese. Um, you know, if it's a ranch, I mean, plain ranch is okay, but I kind of like to put that shirasha in it to make it, you know, give some flavor. But I mean, you know, I I mean, you know, it depends on what what your mood is. But I kind of like the uh, kind of a spicy buffalo sauce and blue cheese. Mm -hmm. That's kind of kind of kind of like that, but. If I'm doing something like a, um, I don't know. I mean, I like that. Have you ever heard of Carolina Gold? It's kind of like a mustard. Yeah. Mustard. I'm a big. I, I like that mustard sauce. I think that's really yes. good. And you just do straight up ranch with that. Yes. Um, I love a good gold sauce, like a honey gold or like a hot. Um, like that's big here uh, in Nashville for pizza. People do like the hot honey sauce on pizza. Um, yeah, I. I love like a honey gold. Um, there is a place here in Nashville and I'm going completely blank on the name. Um, but it's like a local chain that, um, 
I'll think of it here in a minute, but their, their honey gold is, is amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you on the blue cheese. I love blue cheese. Um, that is my go-to now. If I'm going to be, it's just got to have those chunks in it. It's got to have those. Chunks. I agree. Like, just like plain liquid blue cheese. I, I, no, I'm out. I just, for some strange reason, those little chunks in there, I mean, like it goes real well with that Buffalo sauce. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of that. I, I'm, I'm big on the chunks, but I will say if you are going to do ranch, if I can be particular and be a bit of a hipster, if you make your own ranch, I will give it a go. I respect the hustle of, of, of making your own ranch. I mean, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with a good homemade um, salad dressing. My mom used to make a homemade thousand Island with, pickles and eggs and oh it was so good and same thing with the ranch but uh not a lot of people like buttermilk yeah i don't know you don't see a lot of buttermilk buttermilk ranch anymore well that's that's the key to a really good ranch is buttermilk the place i was thinking of in nashville is called mcdougall's oh yeah i've heard of them they're good they they have a good honey gold sauce um all right so burgers you mentioned that is it i mean that's easy you can get some yeah, pre-made I mean, patties the, you can make your own patties but that's quick and easy people love a good yeah. burger oh yeah well we make uh we make that smoky bacon burger and then we do that wagyu eye of the round so you can do like smash burgers uh mm-hmm. we've got that filet burger which is uh, a seasoned burger so uh yeah skies and we also started doing a, a duck burger so it's uh got duck trim and wagyu eye of the round it's really really good it's really rich um all right so for your burger what's if you're making burgers if you're at your house and let's say lane kiffin chris beard mike bianco coach yo coach malloy let's say you got the 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 who's who of ole miss athletics at your house for burgers what are you doing what are you seasoning and what are you what are you dressing that burger with I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm a big fan of our smoky bacon burger. I mean, I love bacon on your burger, but sometimes the bacon isn't crispy or the bacon's kind of chewy, and it just you know uh, the bacon goes a long way on a burger. So what we do is we go ahead and smoke some uh, smoke some uh, bacon on the smoker for about an hour, and then I grind it up into the wagyu. So we make that mm. nice smoky uh, kind of sm- uh, kind of like a chunky uh, yeah. smoky bacon burger so i mean i'm just you know i'm hoping that they like the smoky bacon burger and then i'll just do the plain wagyu out of the round which is a 90 10 blend it's a very lean burger it just it's got some good flavors but you know i just like that smoky bacon because it's got that you know the grease from the bacon and it gives you Mm -hmm. some flavor and everything like that you know salt and pepper is really your best friend on burger uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, the Montreal seasoning is, uh, is pretty good on burgers and it's got the garlic, the kosher salt, the cracked black pepper and the, mm-hmm. uh, the onion salt. So that's always a good, good, um, good seasoning for, um, for burgers. I'm not a big fan of paprika on beef for some strange reason. I just don't like, you know, the barbecue rubs on the burger cause it gives it kind of a, a red tint and, it, you know, it gives, I don't know, just. Not a big smoke, uh, not a big paprika fan when it comes to beef, but um, you can do like a barbecue rub, you know, kind of do like a barbecue burger. Mm-hmm. But um, man, you know, I like to make a gravy 
you can make a hamburger steak and gravy burger, you know, literally a gravy burger. They pick it up out of the gravy, put it on there. So you just want to be versatile and you want to have a couple options because maybe people might not like bacon on their burger. So they go with the Wagyu out of the round burger. So um, just, I I think uh, the smoky bacon burger is my favorite. I think the Wagyu out of the round just straight up is, is, is a good one. And then, man, that duck burger is really good. It's uh, it's real silky and real smooth. So um, that duck burger is a, is a solid second between that Wagyu. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601-953-8449 and get your free quote today. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Back here with Greg Jones, Red and Blue Smoke here. Just wrapped up grill talk with Greg. Now we're going to jump into week one. Thursday is when everything gets kicked off. The big one on Thursday, we're not going to do the whole slate. We're, we're going to hit the big, we're going to hit the big boys on this one, Greg. Seven o'clock ESPN, Florida at Utah. Revenge territory here for the Utes after losing on the road last year. <laughs> it, it's, Talking about that game last year, it just takes me back to just how ridiculous everything was. Anthony Richardson basically just bailed out Florida, had the game of his life, and then Utah down in the red zone. Cam Rising throws a a bad interception when they were in position to score and and win that game. But now they're in Salt Lake City at Rice Eccles at night. It's going to be a zoo. They're going to be fired up trying to uh, get some revenge there. The line is uh, Utah is giving four here now, um, which is interesting because it was six and a half yesterday. Is there potentially some rumblings about Cam Rising? Is he going to be available for this one? Honestly, I don't know if it matters. I think Utah is winning this football game. I don't think Florida is very good this year. Time zone, warp zone here. They got to travel over to Salt Lake City, and, and I think that Utah's had this one circled for a while. How do you see this one unfolding? Yeah, I mean that that's the big factor if uh, Rising is going to be there. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's a totally different situation. Uh, we had uh, didn't we have a um, transfer from Utah uh, come, and he his first two weeks in Oxford, it was just miserable. He couldn't get you know used to the the humidity and the temperature change and everything like that, and you know, that's a big deal for, you know, for, for athletes. And, you know, you just can't, you know, just waltz over to Salt Lake, U- Salt Lake City and just be like, oh, I, I like this, you know. Um, so the elevation, oh, yeah. and climate and everything uh, might be a factor. I, I like Utah here, too. Um, I, I really like them if Rising uh, runs. But like you said, I, that Utah's had this circle for a hot minute. And, you know, who, who knows? They might – I think they gave the game away last year. And uh, – it's a different story um, if they if they you know go on and win that game. With that being said, I just I like Utah with you. Yeah, I I think Kyle Whittingham is too good of a coach. They're going to be prepared. It's game one for Graham Mertz for the Gators. He showed maybe one or two flashes at Wisconsin, and then was just bad. And then he transferred to Florida. Um, they went and got him after the spring game, which I mean, multiple SEC programs this year went out and got quarterbacks after the after spring games, which is not not uh, typically a good sign. Um, maybe he'll be fine down the stretch. I, I think Mertz has some talent, but, I mean, he outside of one game during the COVID year at Wisconsin, he was just very, very underwhelming there. So I like Utah here, um, especially now that the line's down to four. I like them to cover that one. All right, um, moving over. Definitely can see it being a, being a field goal game for sure. Yeah, I, 
I, I anticipate a lot of defense from Utah running the football. Whittingham loves that old school throwback physical really punish you. I, I think that it could be a tight one. And then I, I could see Utah kind of stretching it late and maybe getting a, a late score to, to cover there. Um, Going over to Saturday, we're going to, we're going to skip over Friday. There's nothing that really tickles my fancy there. Saturday. We'll go out of the uh, SEC here for just a moment. 11 a.m. on Fox, Colorado and Deion Sanders travel to Fort Worth to take on TCU, a team that got to the national championship game last year. Sure, they got blown out by Georgia, but Georgia was just otherworldly last year. Um, I don't see this one going well for for the Buffs at all. Um, the line is 20 and a half, Greg. I, I'm very... Man, that's a big, big, big number. Big, number. big, big number. I'm not sure if it really matters here if TCU covers or not because I think they're winning the game anyway. I just think Dion and Colorado are going to get a rude awakening to the Pac-12 and to playing in a Power Five um, capacity here. I I think his Shadur Sanders is a fine quarterback, but this isn't the swack. Like this is going to be big boy football, and I like the Horn Frogs here. I just don't know. I uh, 20 and a I mean, half is a big, a big number. number. I mean, if it was like 14 and a half or 13 and a half. Oh, I'd lay it. Mean, I, I would definitely lay TCU. But, I mean, you know, you, you, you always have to factor in that garbage touchdown. I mean, say you talk – I mean, say uh, TCU gets up, you know, 35 to 7. Um, you know, they're probably going to pump the brakes and, you know, put some uh, reserves in and try to get some playing time for some – some people because I mean the depth chart you know is a big deal now. You have to have you know players that are you know are willing to step up and you know fill in positions if if your your starter goes down. So I mean I can see a garbage touchdown coming into play, but I just I, like you were saying it's uh, this isn't the swag, and I know you know Dion's a you know a, a great talker and he's a great character and uh, he's good for football I think, but. Uh, I just think he's going to get a rude wake. And then I, I'm going to play TCU here, I'm, uh, honestly. Yeah, I lean that direction. It, pe- I don't think people understand. Uh, Ole Miss fans are familiar with the portal and how Kiffin's utilized it and, and really, you know, kind of made it his own and made it an advantage for Ole Miss to get good players that can play immediately. Colorado has 50-plus transfers on this team. Um. That's a ton of turnover, a lot of new faces. I'm very interested to see what happens. What what what's Dion going to do when things are not going his way immediately? What's his body language? What's his demeanor? How is he going to handle that? Because at Jackson State, he didn't have to worry about that because they dominated. So, what's that going to be like on the road in a pretty raucous environment? Um, it, it can get it can get pretty rowdy over there at at Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. So, I'm I'm very Interested to see how they respond to that early on. Um, also at 11 a.m. on Saturday, Virginia, Tennessee at Nissan Stadium here in Nashville, 11 o'clock ABC. A lot of hype around the Vols. No Hendon Hooker anymore. It's now Joe Milton's team. What do you, I'll give my thoughts after you go. What's your take on the Vols this year after a banner year last year winning 11 games? 
Well, I mean, you just think that they would just, you know, keep the ball rolling. I mean, that didn't they get a big win in the bowl game against Clemson uh, yep. last year? Yep. Um, you know, Milton, uh, Milton played a, great in that one. Uh, momentum's a great thing to have, especially when you have a, you know, a, a big win in the Orange Bowl and, uh, uh, you know, moving forward. I mean, they beat Alabama last year, um, and that's not uh, that's a nice feather to have in your cap. Uh, first year co- with the first year coach, but um, you know, I. I think uh, Virginia's going to give them a tough game. Uh, I don't think, you know, they're going to just steamroll them. But I, I just – I think Tennessee just talent-wise on both sides of the ball, they're just going to be a little bit, you know, bit better and faster. And I think they, they'll cover easy against Virginia. I think so, too. I think year two of Tony Elliott's still going to be rough for the Cavs up there in Charlottesville. I, I think Tennessee's going to be really good this year. I think they're just going to have too many athletes. And it's a, a – virtual home game for Tennessee and Nashville. And I think Heupel is going to want to make a, a big statement in a game that they can easily win. Um, all right. Swinging back around to some big marquee games in week one, two thirty on ABC Boise at Washington. Washington's kind of my dark horse. They may not even be a dark horse anymore for the college football playoff. I think they win the PAC 12 this year. I love what Kalen DeBoer's done there in short amount of time. And Michael Penix Jr. is just electric. 14 is didn't the line here. Run, didn't they lose their running back, though? They did. He is out for the year. Um, but I, I, DeBoer obviously doesn't want anyone to get hurt. Clearly, you know. But he loves throwing the ball around the yard. Yeah, they're going to need somebody to step up and, and keep defenses honest and run the football, but Penix was just incredible last year, over 4,000 yards passing. Um, I like them to throw it all over the yard. 14 is the line. I think Boise gives them a, a scare early, but I think the Huskies can run away with this one. Yeah, I, I wish I could say, yeah. I mean, I do like the pen. He's a good – I mean, you, you – I. That he was one of the guys that I just would like to watch on the West Coast, just because I mean, yeah. you know, obviously the kid from USC is is legit, but um, you know he's um, he's he's always going to be there. But, but um, man, I'm going to go with uh, with Boise here. I just I think okay. it's going to be a little bit tighter game, and I, you know not not having that run game, you know might you know uh, might hurt them a little bit, but. We'll just see. I just think that's a lot of points for for for, uh, for an opening game. Just I'm just going to roll with the underdog here. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate it. Andy Avalos in his second year um, at the helm at Boise. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a good game in Seattle. I know the crowd will be will be good. They they the Husky fans typically show out um, at home games, so that'll be uh, that'll be a fun afternoon one to to put on the big TV. All right, as we move down the slate here, we'll go into some some bigger marquee games. North Carolina, South Carolina at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. This is this it's is a the big good game. It's a it is. Game. I think this one's going to be real, fun. Video game shootout. Game. North Definitely Carolina. Take the over. I mean, what's the over like? 65? <laughs> yeah. 64 and a half is the total. Got lucky on that one. North Carolina favored by two and a half. I like the Gamecocks. I think the Gamecocks are going to have a big year. I think Spencer Rattler takes a big jump in year two. Um, 
in that system. You could see last year they kind of let him go and kind of let him do his thing, especially in that Tennessee game when he had six touchdowns and they blew out the Vols. I think this one's going to be a fun one with Drake May at North Carolina, but what's he going to look like without some of his big targets? Um, is he going to be able to spread the football around without Josh Downs? Um, I like the Gamecocks here in the upset, um, even though it's a two and a half line. So, you know, kind of a pick them on a neutral site, but um, yeah, I like South Carolina here. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you. I mean, they, they got hot at the end of the year and um, you know, didn't they beat uh, Clemson also or did they, they did. Clemson? Yeah, they did. Uh, I, I was actually watching that replay and uh, you could definitely tell Spencer Rattler's got some pure talent. I mean, he's, he threw a couple great balls. There was the, I think it was uh, they were down 14 to nothing and it was uh, fourth and goal from the two. And that the, the pass he threw for the touchdown was just an absolute, just dime. Um, and so I like, I like South Carolina a lot here. And um, I mean, I almost would like to lock them up right here, honestly. Yeah. But I try I'm to with... stay near the L word. The L word's dangerous. <laughs> I, I, I like them here in this spot too. I, I think they're, they've got a ton of momentum. Just overall, that program is everybody's buzzing up there in Columbia. They've got a ton of recruiting momentum. I like Shane Beamer there. I think he's he's doing a great job, and um, they've done well in the portal. They've recruited well. I think they're set for a big year. Um, all right, going over to Sunday, the big one: LSU, Florida State, Camping World Stadium in Orlando. This is probably the one everybody's looking forward to all weekend. If we're being honest, I, I think. LSU minus two and a half. So we got another neutral site game, two and a half point line. Over under is 56. I like Florida State here. Brian Kelly has a history of losing some head scratchers. He lost a weird one. They laid an absolute egg against AM last year. I just think Mike Norvell and them earn it here. I, I think Jordan Travis is going to be a ton of fun. They pick up. Keon Coleman out of the portal. They went toe-to-toe with Ole Miss for that one. He is probably one of the best wide receivers in the country coming into this season. Um, I think they've got weapons all over the place. They've got Trey Benson at running back, a Mississippi guy, and um, Jared Verse leading that defense. Him coming back was huge, and I still can't figure out. I, I mean, I know I, I know how they got him to come back. It's an NIL package, but, I mean, people thought he was a top 15 pick in the NFL draft last year, and he came back, so he's leading that defense. It took him a minute, but I think Norvell's finally got Florida State rolling in the right direction. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you on this, too. I mean, I just I'm, – I'm not a Brian Kelly fan. Uh, he just uh, kind of uh, makes me scratch my head and figure out, like, what wh- – who who is he, really? I mean, is he the, the guy that has the losing – however he said – how how did he say? Losing – anyway. Family. He just, he, just, he just gives me a bad taste in my mouth, and – I know, I know my, uh, I know Captain Pitts is not going to like this that I'm, uh, that I'm taking Florida State. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the Duck Poppers um, brings uh, LSU good luck. But uh, with that being said, I, I got to go with Florida State. Uh, for some strange reason, they they play good at the Camping World uh, kickoff yeah. classic, you know, <laughs> <laughs> especially in the second half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I can I can vouch for that for sure. I could definitely see the number going under here because I definitely think LSU is going to try to play a little bully ball here and try to be, you know, out physical Florida state. We saw LSU do that down the stretch last year when they won the West, they did it against Ole Miss. They just got physical and ran the football. Um, 
and then outside of that egg they laid against AM. They were they were pretty dominant until they got to the SEC championship against Georgia. But yeah, I Jaden Daniels in year two there. Um, I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. I don't think this is gonna be a shootout quite like North Carolina, South Carolina, but two good quarterbacks and two top ten teams, it's gonna be a fun one in Orlando. This that would be a really good SEC matchup if they ever pulled could ever pull the trigger on it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't think Florida State is on the board for the SEC in terms of who they're eyeballing in the ACC. I've always heard it's North Carolina and Virginia are the two that they want. Um, and I think the ACC is going to do whatever it can to hold on to Florida State and Clemson because those are basically their two breadwinners there. Um, do you think do you, uh, why not uh, why not the SEC go after Oregon? And I mean that's that would be perfect uh, for a couple road games, you know? Like I I would love that. <laughs> I would, I, I would just, love. I'm still trying to figure out this whole. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> dude, you're telling me. I, I I hate that once I finally got fully vested into covering recruiting that they quit doing the opening in Eugene, because that was always like I'm gonna go cover the opening, go get a tour of the Nike facility, go see campus, you know, get some free swag from Nike, say what's up to Phil. But no, they don't do it there anymore. But yeah, I mean that would be awesome to do a home and home with Oregon. Um, I, I, but, I really, I mean, this is just me off the record, but just, you know, kind of on a rant. I really wish they would do kind of trim up the football schedule. I mean, you know, like granted, I mean, Ole Miss and Mercer is a, you know, a, a, a decent game, game to, to open up the season, but kind of get rid of uh, two cupcakes and add a home and home with um, out of conference, you know, to where, you know, because imagine, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of Oregon fans would come to Oxford, but I mean, I know a lot of. Uh, I've got a couple friends that went to Texas Tech, and they were like, "Oh man, we'd love to come to Oxford," you know. And I mean, I, I yeah. don't know if I. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to go to Lubbock. I mean, but uh, if I have a free place to stay, uh, yeah, I'll go to Lubbock. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just feel like it's a little bit more exciting the opening game being somebody like Texas Tech or Oregon yeah, or for somebody sure. like. Oklahoma State or Kansas State or um, or just some just something that brings a little bit more table than Mercer, you know. And it's just it's it's, it's tough, but I really wish that the 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 schedule makers would be like, hey, you know, instead of these extra games to give them rest, and you know, um, because they've got less schedule, who do we have? Um, that's kind of a uh, Monroe. I mean, nothing against Monroe, uh, but. Why are we having to pay Monroe when we can pay somebody else to come to Oxford and it'd be a little bit more competitive game and it brings mm -hmm. a little bit more, you know, outside fans to, uh, to Oxford. Cause every person I've talked to, like if they haven't come to Oxford, it's in their plans to come to Oxford. So sure. um, just kind of a, you know, a downer that we, you know, our first game is Mercer, but nothing against Mercer. Just, you know, it is what it is in the college football scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, You've got a little nostalgia this year with Tulane and Georgia Tech on the schedule, two former charter members of the SEC. If we're being honest, though, like, I don't think they move the needle very much. And, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, have some big-time non-conference games and get rid of the cupcakes. I know it's good for those programs. They get the check. It helps them with facilities. And, you know, I'm sure Mercer's trying to come up with some NIL. I said that on – the podcast the other day, I said, you know, hey, Mercer might just take this check from Ole Miss and just throw it right into their NIL, you know, bank and try to, you know, get some guys to come to Mercer. I don't know. But, I, yeah, I mean, 
do some, you know, play a non-conference game against Iowa. I mean, that would be awesome. Do a home and home with Iowa. Go up to Kennedy yeah, Stadium. I, I, would, I, I would love to do that. Or yeah. Illinois, or just somebody, just somebody that you normally don't play, and that would probably bring a little bit more. You know, I mean, you look at the Florida, Florida State, uh, the Florida State LSU game. Like LSU has been prepping for Florida State for since the the season ended. So, um, you know, and we've been prepping for Mercer. But are we really prepping for Mercer? Yeah, or they, prepping they're prepping for Tulane the next week. They're prepping for know? Tulane. <laughs> Correct. You know, and it's just, you know, it's uh, it's just, you know, you have to play a game and hopefully nobody gets hurt and you go through the motions and you win, you know, forty eight to nothing and. Um, you're prepped, ready for the uh, two-lane game, but just it's kind of a bummer as a fan uh, perspective because you know it's hard for Ole Miss fans to come every weekend, and there's a lot of people that probably looked at the schedule, even though it's the first game of the year, and like, do we really want to go see Mercer, or you know, do we want right. to save our money and go for the Georgia Tech game? So, just is what it is, but yeah. it's just tough on the fans sometimes. Yeah, I'm with you, though. I would love for them to have more marquee Power 5 non-conference games. I, I think everybody would. Um, and I do think we're, we're probably slowly getting to that point. I don't know if we're going to have super conferences yet. I don't know if it'll ever get to that point. I, I, I tend to think that the fabric of college football and conferences and all of that being so important that they, it will never get to that. But I do think you're going to see coaches want to push more and more for bigger non-conference games because with the playoff expanding you want a better strength schedule you want to be able to point to those games like hey you know we we went up to you know we went up to iowa city and we got a win on the road like you want to you want to be able to point to that instead of that's that's a different style of um, of ball game they play and uh i mean that's not an easy win so i just you know it is what it is i just think the bigger picture would be nice as for the fans to you know not have to worry about, you know, watching, uh, going to Oxford and watching Ole Miss play Mercer. They can watch. I mean, I think the Florida, Utah, uh, the home and home, I think that's great. I think you would yeah. never, I, I never thought that, uh, you know, Florida and Utah would probably play, but here they are in their second game in the second year. So, uh, and, and honestly, I think if you're an LSU fan, you're like, why not pick up Florida state? You know, it's a, we're on prime time on a Sunday and you know, it's, uh, Good for good for uh, good for the you know the sport and good for uh, recruiting and everything in general. So I don't know. I just think that those primetime matchups would look better on your schedule. Speaking of uh, looking better, looking better on your grill this weekend. You got plenty, plenty of coaching, plenty of tips and tricks and and ideas for this weekend. As Greg has given you tons and tons and tons of stuff to do this weekend as you grill out for Labor Day, watching college football week one. It's going to be fun. We'll be back next weekend as the Rebels, or excuse me, next week for another episode of Red and Blue Smoke. We'll be preparing for oh, Tulane. I'll give, give, give you another little update about LBs. We're starting uh, lunches okay. back on Thursday and Friday. So yes. We are officially back in the saddle doing food on Thursdays and Fridays. So um, this Thursday we'll probably do a pulled pork sandwich, Maybe a bar, uh, barbecue pork chop, uh, Philly cheesesteak. I know that was always a real popular Ooh. popular sandwich with, yes. the, with the kids. And uh, we might bring back the chicken bacon ranch. So we're just going to um, kind of mm. tinker with it a little bit. But okay, we are bringing the food back on Thursdays and Fridays. 
Hell yes. That sounds phenomenal. I will uh I will be sure to come by and grab some when I'm in town this year for football. Maybe um, some ribs and ribs and spaghetti on Sunday. I mean on Sat on Friday. So we might do some ribs and spaghetti on Friday, but we're just gonna tinker with it and uh do some uh some tweaks here and there and see what if we can't get it dialed up. And uh but, but yeah, we're gonna start doing the lunch on Thursdays and Fridays again. Look, that's what you do. You go see Greg, you get you a plate lunch. After you eat that, you take you a good nap, and then you're ready for the weekend. It's perfect. Uh, I can't I can't can't say it any better than that, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, that's uh that's Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. Go see him, 2008 University Avenue, across from Kroger. He'll pick you up some uh some protein for the weekend as uh week one is finally here. So that is going to do it for red and blue smoke. Thanks to Greg, as always, and the folks at LBs. And uh, thank you to all the other sponsors that make the show possible. And uh, stay locked in, omspirit.com. We have plenty of stuff leading up to this weekend's home opener, season opener. And we will have more podcasts for you as well. Hit that line. We'll be recording tonight. We will be ready. We'll be prepped for Thursday games. We'll have our picks in for you tonight. And you'll be listening to that on Thursday. So um, for Greg over there, I'm Zach. Until next week, we out of here. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.